0: This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. We do want to bring in our next guest. We're delighted to have uh, back with us Barnard College President Sian Beilick. Uh Sian, nice to have you here with us. And thanks very much for your patience as we listen to uh, Mayor de Blasio, um, your home city. You know, it's interesting. We're listening to the mayor of New York, and his tone and demeanor are really at odds with what we're hearing from the president and other officials who are beginning to talk about reopening up the U.S. economy. How are you on a daily basis assessing the situation? How have you been assessing the situation?
1: Well, there's a lot of information coming in, and and we're really thinking specifically about New York City and New York State right now, and our goal has been to first and foremost, to support the health and safety of our faculty, students, and staff. And we've transitioned to online learning for the remainder of the semester and really focusing on helping our students continue during this really, you know, unprecedented time.
2: And so what does that look like and what are you learning so far, uh, President Bilek, in terms of the the mechanics and the logistics of, you know, really keeping students engaged and helping faculty and staff, I would imagine, sort of manage their home lives and all that. I think as we're all discovering in this remote uh, scenario, it's complicated.
1: It is definitely complicated. And, you know, I think the role of an institution here in a place like Barnard that prides itself on a world-class education, our faculty, our teachers, they're also scholars, is helping support the faculty and the students so that they can all learn together, Um, whether that's giving faculty tutorials about using Zoom and how to engage classes and also giving students the same sort of tutorials and help and just tips for staying focused and engaged, just like you would in a classroom, having your cell phone right next to you. is not so great for focusing and being attentive, and that's certainly true online as well.
0: We just want to mention a headline crossing the Bloomberg, uh, Facebook seeing um, a weakening ad market. Let me just bring it up, I just lost it here. Facebook seeing weakening in ad business due to COVID-19. That's expected as we see a lot yeah. of businesses um, seeing a retrenchment uh, in uh, everything that's going on. President Bylock, I do wonder too about what kinds of things that you guys are implementing, whether it's online learning or virtual tours for folks who want to come see you know, the college, um, that you think might actually stick around longer term?
1: Yeah, I think there are really some opportunities here to make sure that we're able to engage students and parents, families, interested parties, alums from across the globe. So some of the virtual tours, we're doing um, check-ins with faculty even for alums to learn about what's happening in the classroom. I've already heard that many parents are peeking over their students' shoulders as they're taking part in classes. I think there's a, there's an opportunity to get more folks engaged
2: in education. And so President Bilak, and I'm saying this uh, out of a, a place of self-interest, and uh, I'm guessing Carol is thinking the same thing, especially as an <laughs> alum of your notable uh, institution. We both have college juniors you know, whose SATs were delayed. We've got the APs being um, uh, executed in a different way. High school students, especially high school students who are in their junior uh, year and and a little younger and a little older, uh, are really gonna be affected by this. How is your institution, how are institutions sort of thinking about that?
0: And and I've gotta say, this was gonna be a week where we were touring colleges. Yeah, you weren't (laughs) even supposed to be here today. I was not supposed to be here.
1: Well, I hope you're visiting us online because we have a fantastic tour. She um, is. With students, and and you really get a flavor. Um, and we're certainly thinking about students who are younger um, in high school, and we're going to make sure that no one is penalized for not being able to take a test or for disruptions. We know this is a time when things are going to change, and that requires flexibility. And one of the fantastic things about a small institution like Barnard even though it's situated within the larger Columbia University, we're able to give that one-on-one attention.
2: So I I do want to ask you, um, if we can, about an area of expertise that you have. You gave an amazing TED talk uh, that Carol sent around, uh, and two million people I think plus have seen. You understand, you you were a psychologist, uh, a cognitive scientist, I should say, by training. You understand stress, And this is a stressful time. How do you – what's the lens that you're looking through to help us maybe cope with everything that's going on around us?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I've I've spent my career studying anxiety in the brain and in a way that makes me well-situated to think about these times and how we support our community. I think the first thing is to really – understand that it's okay to feel anxious right now. We often feel anxious when we have a loss of control when we don't know what's going to happen. In fact, in my research, when we actually peek inside the brain, when we use neuroscience techniques to look inside the brain, we see the areas in the brain involved in fear, involved in negative emotions are most activated before something negative happens. It's kind of the what if you don't know what's going to happen. And so this is a time where we have a lot of these what ifs and it's okay to be anxious. Uh, but in doing in knowing that, this is also a time to cut yourself some slack, to have self compassion. We know that we often are harsher on ourselves than we are on everyone else around us. It's that little voice in your head. And it's time to be compassionate with ourselves, to say it's okay to be stressed. We don't have to have everything planned out. And our goal is to focus on the little things that are taking us one day at a time. Well, especially right
0: in a situation where we have really no control over what's happening. I mean, our world has been turned completely upside down, President Bylock and we've just got to kind of, you know, wait for the answers or wait for the situation to change.
1: And I would say now is the time to focus on what you can control. So for mm-hmm. our students, we talk a lot about making schedules. So even though you're not maybe having all your normal routines, what schedules can you have? You have class. Can you also set aside some time to study? Maybe you have a Zoom study group with friends. Um, Are there times when you can just get on Zoom socially to hang out? Actually compartmentalizing that time, having some control, of course, getting away from your device, looking out the window, going outside, even as you're social distancing. Making that part of a schedule or routine can give us a sense of control that can actually reduce some of the anxiety.
0: That's a great piece of advice because I have found that since we've shifted, I'm just going on almost a week at home now, that it's very easy to not stop working
1: <laughs> and kind of yeah, keep going. It's, no, please go ahead. It's very easy to do that. Um, and actually, one of my senior team said to me today, her office is across the street from mine, and she said... I realized I miss running across the street to your office because it was a couple minutes to just get outside and not have my phone. And so I'm creating the virtual running across the street, she said.
2: Yeah, no, it is interesting, too. And and to that point, I mean, I think as much as we do virtually, and I see this in my kids, I see this in myself, you know, I'm looking at Carol sort of via video conference right now. But, you know, we are usually about three feet from each other for many, many hours a day. Our whole team is together. And I mean, there is some, I think anxiety and and worry sort of embedded in that of not having that sort of physical connection even if even just physical proximity right
1: yeah and we know that loneliness can affect health can affect how we feel so i think it's important to try and get some of those connections where you can um, we are talking to our students about making sure even in a larger lecture class that they turn on their video just to have that mm-hmm. connection we know that Looking at people's face gives you a lot of information, actually, about how they're thinking, how they're feeling, even their body posture. So be engaged in that way. And then figure out what time you're going to turn your computer off. And if you have family or friends around in your apartment or in your uh, home, you know, spend some time with them. Figure out what you can do that is
0: um, really meaningful. President like I've got to ask you, just got about a minute left. I mean, this has been a tough year for Barnard. Um, and anybody who follows the news knows that you guys lost a student earlier this year, and it was in a, in a really horrific way. I think your leadership has been pretty incredible, and I do think we're at a time where we are looking for leadership. Any any thoughts, um, you know, just drawing on your experience this year uh, to our listeners and to those folks who are running companies uh, and just trying to figure out how to get through, and they're, and they're managing a personal life, a professional life, concerned about their family, concerned about their workers, and I do apologize. Just got about 45 seconds.
1: I think really showing your um, company or the community that, you know, you you are in this wisdom, that this is anxiety provoking for you, but here are the steps you're going to take. Really being part of the situation can be really effective for people knowing that we're all on the same page.
0: Well, thank you so much and uh, take care and be well and uh, really appreciate getting some time with you. Barnard College President Sian Bilak joining us on the phone here in New York City. And I think some really helpful advice. I think some of the leaders that we've been talking to, um, what she had to say um, and really, you know, remember to be kind of part of your community, taking some time out, not being so hard on yourself. I think when we talked to Michael Ainsley yeah. about meditation, like totally. these are things that have really stuck with me that we are all being turned upside down and you really have to think about these things.
2: And you have to sort of own it to the extent mm-hmm. and really be honest with yourself about what going on around you.